Miller. On this episode, we host the Bulldog Field Equipment LLC Group, uh, Mr. Chad and Kathy Croft, two of some of the most down-to-earth people that we have in the sports surf industry and um, native Virginians. Uh, Chad used to work up at the Parks and Rec Fields at Virginia Tech when I was a student, and we became good friends there. Um, and he has been able to help with the sponsoring of this uh, grounds crew as well as others. Um, but we were able to get, catch up with them at the event and talk to them about what they were seeing and how incredible uh, the time was to, again, get to meet them, get to know a few of them and uh, reconnect with those that, again, they have great relationships with. And uh, Chad is, again, one of the most stand-up guys that you'll ever meet who is always looking to further this industry any way that he can. And uh, Kathy, again, is one of the greatest people uh, when it comes to just getting things done and making sure that everyone um, that needs the help or needs the product or whatever it is, she's always there. Um, and I can't say enough about both of them. And uh, it was great to catch up and talk about what they were doing um, and how the business has grown since when he worked at uh, Virginia Tech. And it Again, seeing home plates and mounds in every ballpark in America uh, at the major league level all the way down to Little League. Um, it's very, very cool. And uh, I am grateful for their help in making the event happen, um, as well as all the other sponsors. So um, please enjoy this episode of Tiger Turf Talk. We are here live in Greenville, North Carolina at the Softball Little League World Series with the Bulldog team. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing today? How's it been? Uh, being a sponsor for this incredible event is just incredible on your guys' part, and it's just awesome to be able to bring this together. So what has it been like being a part of this sort of team that brought first ever all-female grounds group together? Uh, being a woman in a woman-owned business, it's been pretty cool to see. I'm kind of emotional. I get emotional just talking about seeing them all out there and and working and working together and making friendships and networking connections. It's pretty. It's been pretty amazing to be here. And not only that, and also get to see some future softball champions yeah, on the field for too. For sure. Yeah. I, we were talking earlier. Uh, I think that's one of the coolest things about the event is the fact that they get to see an all-female grounds crew and the industry has plenty of them that are thriving in such an industry that everybody's like, oh, it's male-dominant and everything. Uh, my classroom, I'm always like, the females are way more on task. They don't break things, and they're much more tedious with their work. So it helps when you're, when you're able to do that kind of stuff compared to the boys that like to run into things, you know. Yep, exactly. Um, and they're caring. They bring the caring nature, too. Absolutely. Not that men aren't caring. Yeah, but, we, we, we tend to mess things up from time <laughs> to time. So I hear what you're saying completely, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Chad, I've known you for so long. I mean, it's been uh, probably eight years or so uh, from Virginia Tech. Um, 
I want to kind of sort of dive into Bulldog and how it all came about. Uh, obviously, it's been the industry standard for when it comes to uh, mounds, home plates, and even expansion into, uh, I think, infield uh, soil and everything that goes into what you're doing. I know you've expanded since even last time we talked. Uh, what has it been like sort of creating this business that's just thriving, you know? Um, I, I guess I don't look at it as thriving, but uh, we, we just, I mean, it's, we're just... Kathy and Chad, that's the normal people, you know, and we're trying yeah. to get started. And uh, I think it all got started. We were um, we're in San Juan, Puerto Rico, working on one of the fields down there with Major League Baseball, and Murray would bring us in down there to work, you know. And uh, Chad Olson, we were installing a, a pitcher rubber, and Chad Olson looks at me and said, listen, somebody needs to fix this. And he was like, why don't you fix this, you know? And I'm like, ah. I mean, I've been talking to Kathy ever, ten, ever since we used to do these trips and we would put in home plates and mounds. I'm like, ah, this is, we got to try to come up with something a little bit better. Years. You know? So, <laughs> yeah. So she got finally, she, finally she got tired of hearing me uh, complain about it. And uh, she had finished doing her master's. And so we, she goes, okay, let's do it. So we did, you know, and um, it was a learning curve in the beginning, you know, of learning uh, what materials we should use, what we shouldn't use. And it seems like every product we come out with, the first one is terrible, <laughs> and the second one, you know, is a it's hit. perfect. Yeah. yeah. So we know right off the bat we need to do some more testing, but uh, we know the first one's going to be terrible, and the second one's going to be the the hit for us. But we we enjoy it. We love you know seeing these ladies out here working on the fields and stuff. Yeah, I, you know, you go to a ballpark. Uh, everybody's kind of, you know, I, I want to get to the ballpark early just to see mm-hmm. what the grounds crew, what, how they're doing their little ritual and who does what and stuff. And once the game gets started, you know, I, I just kind of just watch the game. But yeah, love, love watching everybody get the fields ready and stuff. And um, that's and and we're just we love being a part of it, you know. And I feel like you know when I was in. Uh, spring training, I was part of that circle, you know, and uh, yeah. we, I kind of fell out of that circle when I got back to Virginia. And then when we started doing pitcher overs and home plates, and I felt like I was back in that circle, yeah, you yeah. know, in a big family, and yeah. it was so cool, you know. Now, you've done so many different things in your career, whether it was down in Disney or uh, working with uh, Murray and all the different locations across the world. Uh, what has it been like for you, sort of your, your journey, and as again, married couple with everything you guys have accomplished together in this industry and through your work? What has it been like for you guys to sort of be on that journey to get to this point where again you guys are helping put together the first ever all female grounds crew? Um, <laughs> it's definitely been a roller coaster. So we've been in business about eleven years now. Yep. You know, we'll be like, oh, we've got the pigeon rubber's good. So-and-so said it was good. It worked for them. And then, oh, no, they're too soft. So it's like a roller coaster, um, but it's kind of slowing down a little bit, and we're able to kind of enjoy the moment more now that we're together full-time doing our business, working on our business, but also doing things like this. Like, this is so cool. We never would have been able to, you know, do this before and come here and be part of it and the ladies have been so welcoming, you know, with us being here. So it's just been very memorable. And, um, and you know, Kelly was talking about her dad told her dare to live, you know, towards the end of his life. And I just think that's, you know, a good message, that's dare a, to live. And yeah. that's what we're trying to do. It's, it's scary to be 
business owners full time, you know, and, and cut those strings. Yeah, for so sure. I think uh, I think that's kind of a good motto. Yeah, for, for us sure. Right now. And again, it's the, the whole growth of the the business and everything. Like you said, eleven years ago to where you are today, um, and with different things. I know you had tamps. I know you did the uh, cleat cleaners and all that. And it's always it's always bulldog everywhere, you know, wow. which is awesome. So. Um, Chad, we were just talking about the VSTMA Regional Field Day. Um, what has it been like to be involved in different things? Like, obviously, we have this event, um, but when it comes to being a part, uh, you guys put together those little gift things for everybody. It was so cool. I was like, wow, I really suck at this because we were hosting <laughs> up in Northern Virginia. I was like, I don't have anything like that. <laughs> no, but what has it been like to be involved in the SFMA and all the different, like, organizations when it comes to uh, – maybe being sort of sponsors or being there for the industry and really promote what we do as sports field managers? I think, you know, the getting the field part ready, you know, it has been easy for me because it didn't really seem like work. And the areas that we worked at Disney where we, you know, worked with MLB stuff, Kathy, you know, her experience in baseball uh, the whole time. And I think we, we were just uh, gifted and we are put in the right place at the right time to learn different parts of this business, not just getting the field ready, but, okay, how can we communicate with people and, and learn and, uh, and and teach them and, and kind of this all work together and uh, put events on? You know, that's all Kathy ever did, and it was kind of easy. We, You know, she'd tell us what we need to get done, and we'd get, you know, we'd <laughs> snap to it and get it done. But uh, uh, just being involved with different organizations and Okay, where can we help? You know, what in my eyes, what did I need help with? You know, yeah. did you need help with, um, you know, just talk, talking somebody through an idea? Or was it getting the field ready, a part of that? Uh, was it a personnel issue? You know, all that, just trying to help where we could. Uh, and we love being part of that field day we just had. Uh, I think it was incredible. Just, you know, you, you get the normal type of standard stuff that people have at their events and we, we were thinking okay if we did irrigation if we did you know soil how can we talk about aerification and those products and fertilizers and you know uh different like a, we had the, the the paint machine out there you know just new stuff you know trying to get okay how can we how can we make the job easier for mm-hmm. our groundskeepers yeah. you know yeah, we were pretty similar. We had a, a fertilizer talk, aerification. You guys had the slicer and everything. I was like, wow, I wish I could figure out how to get that here. But uh, no, I hear you. And I, I love how you talked about how, uh, what did I need? How did, I, what would be good way to provide in things that I experienced? Because that's, that's like the whole reason why I started teaching was my education at Tech was great. And I love Dr. Goldley, and I tell, I've told him this a thousand times, like, you're one of the best people I know, and I appreciate yeah. everything you did for me. Amen. But the, <laughs> <laughs> the classroom setting at Tech does not benefit the, the workplace side of things, you know, which I think they're working on. But, like, when I was in, when I was with Casey and working with you from time to time, like, being in those settings, like, you can't mimic that in a classroom. So when I started teaching, I wanted to do my best to mimic that and put us in a situation where the kids are learning firsthand, like, this is how it's done and this is why we do it, you know, instead of this is why we do it and you can figure it out on your own wherever you're going. So, like, 
Um, that's uh, again as a sports field manager, I'm sure they appreciate that beyond what they can ever thank you for. So, um, when it comes to your experience in the field, where else have you worked? I know I know a few places, uh, but what have been some of the places you've gone uh, and some of the some of your favorite memories from those places? Um, I, I, I love Puerto Rico, uh, San Juan. Going down there, working with those guys. And ladies, um, it was awesome going back there every time. Uh, you know, you knew what you were going to. You knew the, and then, gosh, the restaurants and stuff and the people. <laughs> I remember in, in uh, San Juan, it, it's probably my best place, but there was a gentleman out there, and I can't remember his name, and I wish I did. But me and Joe Strabeck used to go out there at lunchtime and walk out and get us a Cuban sandwich. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, it was just unbelievable. And the people there, you know, that. At first, wherever you show up, it's like, okay, why are these people here, you know? But as soon as we uh, started helping them, you know, with their job, trying to get the field, and and they saw how the field would come together and stuff. And Mm -hmm. by the time, you know, by the time you left each place, you know, everybody was just like family. Yeah. You know, um, uh, I've been to Amsterdam, and there's a gentleman in Amsterdam um, that we still go back and forth. I just got a Christmas card from That's him, so and that cool. was probably, gosh, I bet you uh, close to ten years ago, twelve years ago. Yeah. You know, we were over there. Um, uh, Mr. Lee, I know he has passed away, but over in Taiwan, Mr. Lee was awesome. We were, yeah. you know, uh, we were uh, walk mowing the infield, and he goes, "Let me do it, let me do it." And I'm like, "That's <laughs> fine. Just you got to keep them straight. You got to try your best, right?" And uh, so it was there. Um, down in Colombia, Cartagena, Colombia. I love I, those guys were awesome. Uh, the first I asked them for, you know, agua water, you know, and they brought me out a bag of water, you know, just a bag. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay, it's like this uh, how this works. Uh, <laughs> is this this is an alcohol? We're yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but you know, and and those guys were like, okay, who is this American down here trying to work on our field and something? And um, it, uh, I remember. Uh, all the guys, we were working on the mound, and everybody turned around, and it was like they were in awe. And Edgar Renteria came uh, walking across the field, major league baseball player yeah, yeah, that's yeah. from that area. Uh-huh. And um, he, I saw him, and I looked at him, and he looked at me, and we, we kind of walked over and hugged. And I hadn't seen him forever when he played for the Braves and stuff. Yeah. And uh, I'm like, what are you doing here? And he goes, I live here. I'm like, he goes, what are you, you know, obviously half yeah. Spanish, half English, what are you doing here? And uh, so we were talking about the fields, and after that, um, and it was it, like it was a huge turnaround for working with those guys. Yeah. After they saw, like, okay, if if, if this guy's friends with Mr. Renteria, then we we need to help him. And it was, you know, we were installing uh, pitching rubbers, home plates, and it, it, it incredible. Um, so I think, cool. But I, th- I think my just all time favorite is probably Sam Juan going back there with those yeah. folks. Yeah, my brother actually visited a few months ago. He absolutely loved Puerto Rico. It's just a gorgeous place, he said. So um, I'm very excited for this question because uh, this is such a unique podcast, uh, having you both here. When it comes to, again, a sort of a family dynamic in our industry, there are, there are so many things that like hours and whatnot that can be a strain and whatnot. Um, and making decisions on certain things. Sorry, guys, that's a sand pro going by. Uh, <laughs> um, what is it like sort of 
taking the next step on something. Obviously, moving from Virginia Tech to Roanoke and stuff like that. What goes into decisions like that? And what is it something that would be maybe like a word of advice, like understanding proper way of going about things when it comes to uh, families? I'm going to say a little bit about it and then let Kathy take cover, you know, take over the big thing. But I think the way we went into it, uh, we, we still had full-time jobs and we, you know, we, okay, we're going to do this. Uh, let's do it, you know, so where we're going to be positive and it's going to work, you know, and Kathy makes sure we stayed on the, or kept me on the right path, <laughs> but, uh, just doing it, uh, slowly and easing into it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't have, you know, that, that huge overhead. We didn't take any big, big risks as far as money situations. I mean, we did in the beginning, you know, but, uh, I think, you know, Keith, Kathy keeping us, you know, on task and, and just keeping, uh, you know, each process, you know, easy as we could, but yet knowing we had to keep our full-time jobs until we got there. And then we just got there probably three years ago, you know, and I just got there like a year and a half ago. So. And when he says there, it means, you know, working full-time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> I got you. From, I got you for sure. And, and we... Um, more, more, machines. more machines. Mower. This is a mower. <laughs> Our guy so, Jake Callaway out there doing awesome work. 7200A John Deere. Big we, boy. Triplex. <laughs> we really had no idea what we were doing when we got into it. So we tried to find all the mentors we could and, and listen to people. So Virginia Tech. Chris Ball coming in hot. 2653B, baby. <laughs> A, not B. And reverse it. Um, but getting some shade. Love it. <laughs> there he is. But Virginia Tech had, had uh, Virginia Tech Knowledge Works, and they had professors there that would help us. Dr. Goatley helped us. So we really um, looked for that. Roanoke has a Roanoke small business. Awesome. Um, and I think one of the biggest uh, pieces of advice was get, get comfortable with being uncomfortable. And so whenever we're getting ready to try something new, uh, when Chad calls and says, let's buy a dirt business. It's like, <laughs> okay, let's it's get like, comfortable what did, with what this did you say? <laughs> Actually, I think the first time I hung up on him. But <laughs> no, that's, that's understandable. She did. <laughs> but that's kind of, we've just taken it step by step. Listen to people. Um, trying to listen to people who buy our products. And trying to encourage them, hey, even if it's bad news that you're going to call us with, we need to know so that we can make it better. Because we're, we're here, and the reason we started was to try to make people's lives better because life is so short and you, and grounds guys works and girls work so hard that if we can take the stress out of it just a little bit, that's what we want to try to do. Absolutely. I couldn't, couldn't agree with you more. Um, when it comes to uh, um, being sort of an exhibitor at SFMA and being sort of the, the commercial side of things, what is it like for you guys being a part of those organizations uh, for your business. You know, I've talked to so many people about their members for like the reason of professionalism and things like that. Um, what does it mean to be a member of the organization and how does that impact you guys as a business? I think just, um, doing the face to face, you know, when people come to our tables and they talk about the experiences they have and what we can help them with, or what do they need help with? And, uh, we, you know, obviously there's some, there's some bad stories, you know, that, that we need to fix or we did fix, uh, but all the good stories and how people enjoy our products and, and, and uh, every, everyday stories and uh, just listening to them and feedback back and forth and 
just doing the big, like I said before, the face-to-face. But I think this year uh, we, we focused on meeting more of our vendors and stuff, and that was huge. I mean, what what can we do to help you guys, you know, as well? And I think it, you know, it just makes your circle even bigger, you know? And yeah, like Nina with O'Day's. Like, we just met her at yeah. the last FSMA. Like, we, you know, we maybe emailed and stuff like that, but to meet her and get to know her, and then be involved in this. Like, it wouldn't have happened without the, you know, the conferences. And and actually, they were, the SFMA folks were like, hey, we moved you up front, closer up front. And we're like, no, 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 we don't, that's where our vendors are. We don't want to compete with them. We like to be in the back so people can sit, gotcha. feel like they can sit and relax and talk to us. We can connect people, introduce people. You know, we're not, we don't really show up to sell Gotcha. products at that it's more to this Showcase is what we have yeah. you can get it from whatever vendor you like to work with and you have a relationship with but is there anything else we can help you with do you have any questions and if there's somebody who has an idea we want to help them move their idea forward and that's that's incredible i mean to take that seat back you know in the back like like that's just nobody ever thinks like that you know and it's just awesome to hear so and of course it's you guys you know <laughs> um what is it like again I, it's it's a it's a different outlook for sports field managers and people that listen what is it like building those relationships with your vendors and ensuring that they they know that you've got their back whenever they need it and products ready and all these different things what is that relationship like and how do you uh sort of promote it to get it stronger so that your business is thriving more i i just think i think it's communication i mean it's just letting them know uh, we have our products, you know, and what. And if we're out of products when it's coming in, uh, they can reassure their customers, hey, they told us it's two weeks out, you know, or, or whatever, and they're, we're going to get another shipment in. But uh, I think it's just the communication and then, you know, bringing them in and treating them like family. You know, I think that's huge. That's, you know, we, we met just about every, all our vendors and did a face-to-face and shook hands and chatted and talked and, you know, what, not not what can this is our products and what we can do for you no what 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 can we do to help you guys sell our products and what do we need to change what do we need to do better you know how can we make sure we get the shipping you know to you where can we get it to uh all that stuff and just setting it up and then communication i think and then treating people like you want to be treated not you know just like a you know going out and saying this uh, you need to buy this no what what do you need from us Absolutely. Um, when it comes to the Bulldog brand, and I think I know the story, if I remember correctly, what what was it sort of developing that brand behind it? Obviously, when it comes to any kind of business, even like programs, like I have it right here, like with Brentsville, you know, what is it like to sort of create the brand of what Bulldog is and how you were able to sort of take something personal and make it something like again an industry staple and standard that everyone knows you know so i think the story you referred to is our bulldog fester who was in our wedding we we had him with us for like 14 years he actually also found me the job at virginia tech i don't know if you knew that i did not we uh we had to take him to virginia tech to the vet school oh and um so the day that we took him we were walking around waiting for him and chad we found the rec sports office, and Chad goes, well, go in there and see if they have a job. And 
He literally pushed me in the door, and it was the day they opened the job that I ended up getting. That's so, so cool. We say that Fester got me that job, too, but um, we just, you know, bulldogs are so lovable. They're cuddly, but they're strong. They're loyal. They're courageous. And so that's kind of what we wanted to do with our products. So that's why we picked the Bulldog brand. Um, we thought it would be memorable. Our logo is Fester. Yep, yep. So, um that's kind of how it came about. And Chad wanted to do black boxes, so for a long time we did black boxes to, you know, like Tiffany's blue box. <laughs> but uh, we started getting. I like, love. I love how Chad's the one that wanted to do that. That's yeah. awesome. Well, we have black, uh, you know, all of our hands and everything. So we we gave that up. Yeah. <laughs> but that was part of our brand for a while. But um, yeah, it all started with Fester, I guess. Yeah, I, you know, I did. Kathy pretty much told the story. I don't really have nothing to add, but just the black boxes is kind of. Uh, but the the gentleman did our logo. Um, he actually did the Virginia Tech Hokie logo. Oh yeah. wow! <laughs> <George> <laughs> Look at you guys through VT Knowledge Works. That's how that's so out. cool. Yeah. That's yeah. so cool. So when when uh, you know we we couldn't imagine or couldn't even thought up of our logo looking the way it is, and he put in there. The dog tag underneath, you know, is 2011. If you look in there, it tells the year we got started. Uh, both of our initials are CK, and he put the CK on the hat. Uh, and, yeah. And the way he did the sunglasses, and, oh, it was incredible. I mean, we, we you know, we talked with a uh, marketing firm not too long ago about maybe changing some stuff, you know, and they were like, what would you think about changing your logo? You know, and we were like, no. no. <laughs> Go away. <laughs> we're like, you can change the text or the font around it, but absolutely not. Uh, no, that's, that's going to stay. No, and that, and that's so cool because I didn't even recognize in the, the C&K in 2011, you know, it's crazy how it's been 11 years already or yeah. 12. Yeah. Been, wow. Yeah. My my uh, my moment was some of my kids. I was like, "Oh man, it's already year six. Here we go!" Like <laughs> of teaching. Like, oh man. Um, with that, obviously, uh, we're here with a lot of sports field managers uh, across the country and whatnot. Um, what has it been like, sort of, to see your brand again across the nation and being in professional stadiums and high schools and colleges and whatnot? Um, what has it been like to see that growth and see, um, again, on full display your work? Sometimes we have to pinch ourselves, I think, to say, oh, wow, it's out there. Look at that. That's pretty cool. Um, for me, anyways. Because sometimes, you know, when you're sitting at home and you're still you're filling orders and stuff, you don't always get to see it get to the end, mm -hmm. you know? Um, so being able to see it out there and they're like, oh, yeah, you're with Bulldog? And we're like, Thank, you know, thanks for what you do. You just... It just kind of step, makes us step back for a little bit. Like we had um, Dan with the Boston Red Sox just call and order pitching rubbers. He's like, thanks for all you do for the industry. And we're like, uh, what? Uh, what? Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. Thanks. So, um, and actually sitting there watching the All-Star game and uh, we uh, seeing our clean cleaner yeah, on the back of I the saw mound, it too. you know, for the yeah. – for the all-star game we were like wow this is pretty cool and you know we're still in that i don't know that young stage you mm -hmm, know for we're sure like, yeah and we we're not you know we we definitely do not live big uh people you know there people laugh at us you know our, our our little small house we have and we haven't changed anything you know and i but um we we love the fact that we're just we are who we are we're genuine people we 
Um, I think we worked very hard, you know, our whole lives, you know, doing two or three jobs. And when we finally met together, it was just a perfect fit for us to be together and, and what we're doing. And, and Kathy with a marketing side and me with the kind of sports field side of knowing the equipment stuff. And it's really cool, I guess. You know, we'd love to do this another 25 years, you know, and just be who we are. Yeah. Know? And I, I love that because that's all of the branding, you know, like that's everyone knows what you get with you guys, you know, and from your relationships with all the people that you know in the industry, they already know, like Chad and Kathy are going to, it's going to be good, you know. Um, I also enjoy seeing people trying to uh, uh, be innovative with your guys' stuff. Like they're cutting it in half to see if they can get two things. I'm like... You guys are trying to stretch this as thin as you can. Like, <laughs> just order another one. Come on, guys. <laughs> Chad, Chad, Chad Mullen, he called from the Marlins, you know, and then Chad was like, oh, I don't, I can cut these in half. And I'm like, Chad, that's fine, but don't tell everybody. You know? <laughs> no, yeah, no, for sure. <laughs> you just start seeing pictures pop up on Twitter. I'm like, I don't think that's what it was intended for, but okay. I mean, you <laughs> try not cut the home plate in half, please, you know. <laughs> That would be bad. Um, with everything, um, this is like meant for um, kids. Is this still recording? It's not recording. No, no, no. The it's a different app. It's on the app. The OBS. Okay. Sorry, I'll edit that out. Uh, <laughs> our last one sort of stopped. I use a different app. We're She's good. Just making a face. I don't know if that's good or bad. Bottom right. It yeah. says recording. Did you press that so it's recording again? Yeah, because it's gonna shut off. It doesn't. Okay. Sorry about that. <laughs> I'm glad. You and we're back. The Um. Sorry. Well, obviously, so the one that was just here, Liz, she's one of my current students. And then Julie is an alumni, and Bryn is just a graduate of Athens turf program and whatnot. Uh, we focus on trying to get, uh, again, show the kids what the future could hold in this industry. Um, so we sort of wrap on these last two questions. Um, if you were to um, do a um, – if you were to – you're good. You're sorry. If you were to, um, I've lost my train of thought. Sorry. <laughs> what would be one thing that you wish you knew when you first started doing the, in the industry, what would that one thing be and why it doesn't have to be like to make anything easier, but something that you know now that you wish you knew when you first started and, uh, whatever your first job was when it came to sports field management. Um, I don't know if I don't know if I'd do anything different. I, I really don't. Uh, I, I learned after playing one year of college that I couldn't play baseball, and I figured <laughs> uh, I'll just. Um, I started uh, cleaning the stands at the local single A field, and they uh, they said, "Well, can you can you mow?" And I'm like, "Well, I, you know, I've mowed the grass at the house, you know." I, <laughs> so started doing that, and and the relationships, uh, learning from different people, Mr. Porter. Down there in West Palm Beach, uh, Murray, you know, obviously down there in West Palm, uh, working with Ed Mangan, you know, with the Braves when he'd come down for spring training and going over the tedious stuff, you know, 
and uh, th- just learning from different people. I, I don't know if I would do anything different. I mean, it, That's I, awesome. I think meeting everybody that I've met through the industry, Trevor Vance, when I was with Ken, when I ran the Ken, Kansas City Spring Training, uh, learning from all these guys at the top level. Um, it's nothing that uh, I mean, it, and uh, you know, not going to school would probably be the thing for me. I guess maybe going and getting that that four-year degree mm-hmm. and then getting into it but yeah. where would i be you know if i did that it'd be different definitely um something different but um for me but uh, learning from who i did and all that stuff and and just having a high school education for me um i, I wouldn't do anything different and i i love the, the biggest thing for me is i loved everybody i worked with that's yeah that that's what makes this industry incredible you know getting to meet everyone and understand what they're going through is the same thing you are and just the the bond between everyone is incredible um the last question is for both of you what would be your best words of advice for a kid who's looking to join the industry or start something similar to what you guys are doing at at bulldog you know what would be your best words of advice for them moving forward i think definitely get comfortable being uncomfortable because it's not (laughs) it's not easy but looking out for mentors like be okay with asking those questions or don't be afraid to ask questions or ask for help because sometimes it was hard for us to ask for help because we like to help people but we're not always good at accepting help so i think be okay with with asking for that help and accepting it and and you don't have to know all the answers Mm -hmm. you don't it's okay to learn as you go yeah um i i just think um like what kathy was saying Make sure you take advantage of learning from everybody you're around, I think, because everybody's going to have uh, their part in it of telling you exactly, you know, what you need to know. And mm-hmm. just, no matter their level, no yeah. matter what level that they're at, and always treat people with respect. Yeah, and that's the biggest thing. Treat people like you want to be treated, you know. And, you know, we, I was I was the grunt for a long time, you know, in West Palm and at Disney, you know, it, I was – at the uh, just at you know the learning level you know and then just hard work you know you gotta you gotta you know kind of pay your dues and do the hard work and stuff and just listen and learn and um just watch you know what people are doing and and make it your own you know put your own spin on it yeah well i can't thank you guys enough for taking the time it's so great to see you here and thank you for all you're doing for the girls and putting everything together it's incredible uh, to see this come to fruition as again the first all-female grounds crew, you know, it's oh, awesome. It's just it's, it's an awesome honor to be here, here, you know. Yeah, it's an honor to be here. Um, and I, it's funny because talking to them, it's just another Tuesday, and that's what's so cool about <laughs> it, you know. So yeah, I can't thank you guys enough. Uh, safe trip home. I think you guys are heading back now, right? Too, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't thank you enough. All right. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate it.